works this house. God, we worship you and we praise your name. God, we give you honor and glory. Lord, we worship you for your excellent greatness. God, you are worthy of every word of worship, God. Everything we can do to honor you tonight, God. Oh, there's situations in this house tonight. There's issues and circumstances. But I wonder before we do anything else, can we take it into the presence of God? Can we take our situation to the throne room of heaven and say, God, I don't know what to do with this. But before I start start circling around and asking everybody for their opinion, before I start trying to figure it out on my own, before I even seek counsel from the pastor, I wonder if I can lift my hands and say, God, I'm giving my situation to you. Oh, we worship you tonight. Come on, let's lift up a sound of worship. Oh, we worship you, God. We praise your name. Hallelujah. Oh, I really feel that way tonight. There are situations and circumstances and problems and all kinds of things. What's the answer to it all? Tonight, the answer is to have a move of God. I said the answer is to have a move of God. Give honor to this church. Give honor to our pastor, Brother Baffert, and his wife. Amen. Excited about what God is doing in Bakersfield. Excited about what God's going to do in this service tonight. If you have your Bibles with you, let's go to the book of Job, chapter number 1. not going to preach a very long time. Uh, Brother David Frost used to say, when you run out of soap, you need to stop scrubbing. Tonight, I, I think I only have the Spring Hill Sweet travel size soap. I couldn't even fill up one page of notes. So singers just get in a three-point stance and ready to vote for the platform tonight. And hold on because if you miss it you're going to have to go back and watch it online we go to the book of Job chapter number 1 and begin reading at verse number 6 now there was a day when the sons of God came to prepare themselves present themselves before the Lord and Satan came also among them and the Lord said unto Satan whence comest thou Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? And Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast thou not made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and the substance is increased in the land. Put forth thy hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power, only upon himself. Put not forth thy hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. In verse 11, Satan told God, Put forth thy hand now. And touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. Tonight I'm going to preach for a few moments on this simple title, Parties That Never Happened. 
parties that never happen. If you would, put your Bibles down. Let's lift our hands one more time and ask God to be with us for the remainder of this service. God, we worship you and we praise you. We ask you, Lord, for your glory to fill this house. God, I pray that you would touch every heart, that you would touch every mind, that you would touch every situation. God, you know what needs to be done and how to do it. Come on, somebody. Do you need a healing tonight? Do you need a breakthrough tonight? Do you need an answer to prayer tonight? I wonder if there's somebody in this house that came expecting something to happen. Oh, that expected to walk out with an answer, that expected to walk out with a new inspiration, with with a new commitment, with a new dedication for the Lord, with a new fire burning within you. Oh, come on, somebody. Let's lift our hands and worship the Lord. You may be seated. Every year, there's two teams that come together in the spring for the conclusion of the season of the National Football League in a game known as the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl is one of the biggest events of the year. The attendance can be anywhere from 60 to 70, 80. Even the record-breaking attendance records are over 100,000 in attendance for one game, the biggest game of the year. And for this game, one of the, the most excited groups about the game are those that are creating merchandise for those that are advertising their products, for those there's so much money that's put in to this game because there's so much money to be made in the game. And every year, both teams go into the game expecting the victory. And both sides are promoting their team to win the victory. Not only do they promote their team, but they invest in merchandise so that when their team wins, there's a hat that they can put on that says Super Bowl champions. And there's a shirt that they're going to put on that says Super Bowl champions. But something very interesting about this situation is there's only going to be one team that's coming out as the champion. But somewhere in storage rooms on both sides of the arena are shirts that are ready for either team to win. And there's a team, unfortunately, every year that has a bunch of T-shirts that they never get to wear and a bunch of hats that they never get to wear, Super Bowl rings that they never get to wear. In 2007, the Chicago Bears were so confident that they would beat the Indianapolis Colts that they went ahead and ordered an extra 15,000 T-shirts that said Chicago Bears, Super Bowl champions. The Chicago Bears lost 23-17. to 17. And somewhere in the world today is a box full of shirts that say Chicago Bears, Super Bowl champions, 2007. But I didn't come to preach to you about that tonight. But let me read in you, let me read to you from the book of Luke 22 and 31 when Jesus told Peter, He said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. It says that Satan has desired to have you. Satan was arranging some things to fall into place. Satan was laying out some plans that he thought would work out. 
out. And Jesus was just letting Peter know that Satan is on your trail and Satan is planning for your downfall. Hell is ready for you to fail. Hell is ready for you to give up. Hell is ready for you to walk away. But I want to preach to somebody tonight that just like there's a box of Super Bowl championship shirts that were never worn, there's some plans of the enemy that never came to pass. There's some weapons formed against you that never prospered. Oh, come on, somebody. I want to tell you tonight, the Bible says that all of heaven rejoices over one sinner that comes to repentance. I just wonder if hell is waiting in the wings for you to fail and for you to fall and for you to backslide. I just wonder if there's a table spread in hell that says, oh, they're not going to make it. We've got a spot reserved for them right here. But I want you to know, hell, I'm not coming to the party. I want hell to know there's some parties that just ain't never going to happen. Oh, somebody run the aisles tonight. Musicians, come on back. I want to tell somebody tonight, your family was broken and divorce was imminent, but there's some divorces that never happened because God stepped in. There's some of you that were on the road to a nervous breakdown, but God stepped in. There's some of you that were facing prison sentences and you were facing court dates, but it never happened. Why? Because God stepped in. All right, crank it up. Let's go. <laughs> oh, worship the Lord. I'm telling you, the devil had already picked out your grave. I'm telling you that Satan had already moved forward with his plans to keep you in hell forever. Brother Nate Reese just told me the story of his father. He was praying for his father, Pete Reese, for 27 years. And three days before he passed, he was baptized in Jesus' name. And his wife walked into the room later and heard him speaking in another tongue. I wonder if there was a demon, if there was a demon that turned to Satan and said, Hey, hey, I don't think he's coming. You got to cancel the reservations because they're not going to make it. Come on, some of you, God has changed your life. God has delivered you from the hand of the enemy. Oh, come on, let's worship and shout unto God for the victory. Brother Caden said it tonight, the battle's not yours, it belongs to God. Brother Nate said it tonight, no matter what comes against me, the devil will never steal my praise. I want to tell somebody tonight, oh, I'm not going to the party. I've got a response for hell that says rejoice not against me, oh, mine enemy, for when I fall, I shall arise. I may have slipped, I may have stumbled, but I got back up and I didn't do it on my own, but there was a God that reached down to where I was and when I couldn't make it to where he was, he came down to where I was. Oh, come on somebody, I wanna tell you tonight that God saved you from hell. God saved you from destruction. There's some of you wondering why the relationship didn't work out. I'll tell you what God will do. God will destroy your plans when he sees that your plans are about to destroy you. 
Come on. There's some of you, you don't understand why God has rearranged some things in your life. There were jobs that were going to destroy you. There were things you were planning on that were going to destroy you. And God stepped in and said, I'm not going to let that party happen. I know we thank God for the things he does, but sometimes I thank God for the things that he stopped from happening. Brother Davon, where are you, brother? Where's Brother Davon? Come up here, brother. Let me ask you this. Had any of your friends you've grown up with been shot? Any of them been stabbed? You ever had friends that went to prison? You had a lifestyle you grew up around? Can I tell you that hell wanted you? That hell wants to destroy you? That hell wants you to be a statistic? But tonight, Brother Davon's getting baptized in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, there's parties in Brother Davon's life that are never going to happen because God saved him. God delivered him. God stepped in. Oh, come on, somebody. It says all of heaven rejoices over one sinner. I'm thankful tonight that there's some parties in this brother's life that will never happen. First Corinthians chapter 6 and 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. That was the party that we were on our way to be a part of. But the next verse said, and such were some of you, but you are washed, but you are sanctified but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God oh let's lift our hands and worship him and praise him tonight oh come on we serve a God that rescued you that saved you when you were on the road to Damascus when you were on the road to destruction he stepped in and said I'm not gonna let that happen because I've chosen him as a vessel for my glory and for my kingdom I'm gonna end with this and we're done there was a, a mom a mom who raised three boys in a very bad neighborhood and one day as she's sitting out there and her sons are out in the front yard young kids young athletes excited about sports doing good in school that there were some gang members that pulled up to the driveway and got out of their car and started trying to recruit these young men started showing them the money and said man why don't you join the gang man we'll get you in man you could be riding with us you could be doing stuff for us you could be in the gang and the mom of these three boys looked out the window and saw what was happening she went back to her closet and pulled out her 12 gauge shotgun and she stepped out on the porch and she yelled at those boys and said you're not taking any of them those are mine I'm going to tell you about a God that when you were on your way to hell and you were being offered things and you were being tempted by things there's a God that stepped in and said devil you're not taking them they're mine one of those young men grew up to be a Hall of Fame NBA player for the Detroit Pistons named Isaiah Thomas. I wonder tonight if there's some elders that can get behind a young person and say, hell is not getting this one. I wonder if there's some families. You can grab your husband by the hand, grab your wife by the hand and say, I'm sorry, you're not getting this one. Come on, somebody. I wonder tonight, in lieu of all the parties that got canceled, if we could schedule our own party.
devil, I'm sorry, I couldn't make your party. I've got another party to be involved in. Oh, tonight, welcome to the party that God has prepared for you. It's a party of celebration. It's a party of praise. It's a party of joy. It's a party of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody, let's worship the Lord. Let's praise the Lord. I want you to know, for the next 30 seconds, if you would worship God with all your heart, what could happen in this place tonight? There's chains that can be broken. When Paul and Silas began to praise the Lord, everybody's bands were loose and everybody's doors were open. You need to start praising God right now for some people that are battling for their soul, people that are struggling with addictions. Come on, as they sing tonight, let's worship and praise the Lord. The devil thought he had me. He thought I was dead. He thought that I would give up 